Hello. <laughs> Hello, this is Sophie Dawson from SophieDawson.com and this is episode 169 of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast I do about the art and things, <laughs> and I ain't done one of these for about three months. For a month. It's quite weird. I feel a little bit nervous today. I feel like I haven't, well, I haven't done a podcast for about three months. Because what I did was I recorded 12, 12 episodes all at once. And this is actually the first episode I've recorded. And it's in my new little, my new room. <laughs> this is quite cool. The thing is though, if you're watching on YouTube, at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson, I don't, I'm not sure if the lighting's going to be alright and stuff. So, so this one's very much a work in progress. <laughs> but some things never change. And little Dennis, the co-host, is with us. Boing! And his little girlfriend's with us as well. She's actually hiding today. She's peeking out from behind the microphone. <laughs> She's quite cool. So on this one here... Well, this, this episode, all week it was going to be just a catch-up episode. Sort of like a brain dump thing. Well, I just I just empty my brain... <laughs> talk about a load of things because I've got lots to say actually about like moving and stuff so but the, then when I was at work this morning a topic popped into my head from nowhere and the topic is time slash money yes slash no because I feel like what well what I started thinking to myself was everything we do in life is 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 either time or money everything we're doing is either using time or money, or it's creating time or money. So I'm going to talk about that. That's the main topic. I've got I've got a, a bunch of notes for this one, and I've got so much to t- so much to like catch up on. So I was trying to work out whether to do the catch up first, and then the, and then the topic. I think I'm going to do the catch up first <laughs> to get it out of the way, sort of thing. And then what I'll do is I'll try to remember to put a timestamp in the video. If you wanted to jump to the topic. So what have we got here? Look. It's three months since I recorded one of these. Oh, so on the website. I've actually finished the My Diary section. It took about, I think it was maybe six months in the end. It's crazy. I thought it was going to take about two months to do that. It ended up taking about six months. It goes back to that thing I talked about on another podcast. There's this thing called the Hyveskinton's Rule or something. And what it is is... Oh, wait a minute. No. Yeah, what it is is everything takes three times longer than you think it's going to take. Which is quite weird. It also goes back to something Lee Ammond said in her book about realistic pencil drawing. <laughs> she said, when you think you've finished doing the air... So if you're doing a realistic pencil drawing of hair, when you think you're finished, you're not even halfway. So I feel like that that is a sort of a, a visual representation of this rule. It's that everything takes longer than you think. So that diary section, it, it seemed to go on forever. Uh, I must be honest, by the end of it, I sort of thought, oh, I, can't, huh, I can't be bothered anymore. And then what I noticed was, which is quite funny, I, f- I sort of put it off for about two weeks or maybe a bit longer. I was also moving and stuff. But then I had a period where I could have done it and I put it off for a couple of weeks. And then when I sat down to do it, I did it in about two days. <laughs> So I thought to myself, I spent more time here thinking about doing it and getting getting sort of, oh, I can't be bothered. Whereas if I had just done it, I would have had it done. So that's sort of like, that's like a flip reverse of it. Things take longer than you think they're going to take. But at the same time, 
it's almost like in reverse that is it's almost like if you actually just if you spend if you actually do it instead of thinking about doing it it doesn't take as long as you think it's quite weird <laughs> this other thing here oh so i'm talk, talking about the move one of the things i've come, come out of that is well it's quite funny the last episode i recorded which was episode 168 last week i recorded that three months ago and in a strange twist of fate or something the topic was morning and night routines i was talking about all my little routines and stuff and i feel like routines are massively cool for, for like keeping keeping you balanced i feel like and what happened is this move it's completely thrown all my routines out the window and what it's done is it sort of destabilized me a bit and i'm, I'm just starting to get them back but i noticed something which is quite interesting this so routines, which have got nothing to do with physical things, like a routine might be saying a list of affirmations in the morning. It's got nothing to do with physical things, but the f- the physical will actually will can actually like impact it. So an example is I was sleeping on the floor for about for about nearly two months. Um, so because I was on the floor, my affirmations were. They weren't where I, where I wanted them. So everything was all over the place. So because everything was all over the place, it sort of it sort of got in the way of me doing my little routine. And then I also noticed if I missed one routine, I missed all of them. <laughs> it's quite weird. So I sort of thought to myself, God, it's, it's quite... It was qu-. And the other thing is, once you sort of get out of the routine, it, I've noticed it's very hard to get it back in. It's not hard, and it is. Again, the, you think it's hard to get back into it, but once you get back into it, it's amazing how quickly all of the routines will just fall into place. It's almost like you've created a habit of these routines. So if you take one of them out of it, the whole lot, like dominoes, collapse. But all you've got to do is bring one of them back. I would say bring the first one back. So bring the first thing back that you do in the morning. You bring that back, and it's almost like by association, you just... You just start doing the next thing. And then, so it's it's quite weird how it's very easy to sort of get, to lose all your routines. And what I noticed was when you lose your routines, or when I lose my routines, especially the morning ones, it's almost like everything else, just the whole day sort of is linked to these routines. So that it does, this is why they're so powerful. They're only little things. Like, for instance... Well, do me automatic writing. I was still doing me automatic writing, but I was I've shrunk it down to tiny little bits. So but that's a good thing I suppose, is that even though I was all over the place, I was still showing up to do my little routine there. <laughs> it's quite cool. So but the other thing is exhaustion as well. Yeah, that, that move it really it really threw me out of threw me out of balance a lot and it it made me very exhausted. And I noticed that when you're when you're exhausted, again, like a snowball, it's it's quite it gets it seems to get harder and harder. So you actually have to just stop and say I'm not doing anything <laughs> and get yourself back like that. So that's that's the little things there. I've got these other things here about sketching. One of the things that saved me over the last month is been sketching. And I've got this book by 3D Total Publishing <laughs> called what's it called? Character Collection or something. Oh, I've forgotten the name of it. It's on my desk. Well, it's it's called Character Design Collections, Heroines. And what I've been doing is, 
every day of just being sketching from it. It's cool. Because what, what I love about doing that is when you're sketching from, when you're sketching other artists' sketches, you don't have to really think. All you're doing is you're just looking and, and sketching. Whereas if you're trying to create character, you've got to sort of, you've got to sort of think as well. So that's why I like, that's why I like sketching other artists' sketches, because you can just sort of zone out of it. So I found that very sort of therapeutic, <laughs> therapeutic, I suppose. And also listening to podcasts, this is cool. So what what happened was when I, when I um I quit one of my jobs in 2018, I think, and what I noticed was. A lot of my the podcasts I've been listening to, I started to sort of, well, the time what I was doing was I was walking to that job an hour and walking back an hour. I would use that, and also when I was at that job, because I was working nights, I could listen to podcasts through the night. So I would actually have about five hours every day, three days a week. I'd have so that was fifteen hours of podcasts. All of a sudden, when I quit that job, I lost that fifteen hours. And I could never find a way to get podcasts back in. So what I started doing was, when I was eating my dinner, I'd actually play podcasts. But I like I like it when you've got like an hour dedicated to listening to podcasts. Because I just I find it brilliant. So, so what I've done now is, because when I've moved, I've actually got to walk to work about 30 minutes. And then 30 minutes back. So that means, in the morning, one of my new little routines now is I listen to podcasts. So I'm listening to my art podcast as I'm going to work and I can listen to it as I come back. So it's it's a bit of excitement. And what I like about that is you're sort of, well, you're learning, you're getting inspired, you're getting excited. And it's just really cool to be listening to me little art podcast again. I like that. Oh, and also I forgot to say, so because I finished me, my diary section on the website, what I've done is... The, the new one I'm starting is the recommended section. And this is going to be cool. So I'm going to have recommended podcasts, art books, spiritual practices, art tools. And there's a, there's about, there's our oh, drawing exercises. There's about six or seven of these. And it's just going to be a page of my favouritest, well, my recommended art books and stuff. So one of them is podcasts. I've actually got about 50 different art podcasts <laughs> It's quite cool. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to like pick my sort of creme de la creme, put those at the top. There'll be about five or ten of those. And then the rest of them, they're going to be, because they're all going to be cool. They're all going to be cool podcasts, but there's some that are like sort of must listens, I think. But that's going to be like a page of these art podcasts. I'm, I'm really excited for that. And I think that's the thing. with the di- When I was working on the diary section, all I was really doing was just taking what was already there and I had to just convert it into the new style what I'm doing now is with this recommended section I've actually got to put a lot more creativity into it so this is why I'm more I'm more excited for that the diary one was very much a sort of is a, a bit of a boring process I suppose I've also put down here procreate studying <laughs> so I'm actually going to be starting to study from this book procreate it's called Beginner's Guide to Digital Painting in Procreate. How to Create Art on an iPad. Again by 3D Total Publishing. And what I'm going to be doing is every week I'm just going to be making little videos on my YouTube and stuff. But also I've got to wait for the website because I want I want the blog sorted. Because then what I'm going to do is I'm going to be doing my studying. And I can do a little blog post which has got the video in it. 
with some links and stuff. So it's a bit, I'm trying to sort of, it's quite hard this is. This goes into the topic of today, which is time. You're trying to do all these things, but you, you're trying to, it's quite hard to do. So what happens is you've got things you want to do, but you can't quite do it until you've done this other thing. <laughs> and then you can't do this other thing until you've done something else. So you've got to sort of work in, in, in like, it's, it's all about, it's all about working out what you've got to do and then, and then doing it. So that's, that's that. And then, well, I've got a thing here about, oh, I've also I've recorded, how many is it? 13, 14, 15, 16. I think it's 16 Imagine FX magazines I've recorded this week. I've actually got all that on the computer. And I've actually started re- doing the 2021 Imagine FX magazines. <laughs> so the, the first one should already be out, I think, which was issue 200. That'll be on my, my YouTube. And then next week will be 2001. And then the next... and then. The, no, 201. Yeah, issue 201. And then, so what I'm going to be doing is, every, every, what happens is, I've subscribed to Imagine FX magazine. So each month I'll get the new issue. What I'll do is, when that issue comes through the door, I'll just make a video straight away and pop it out. But at the same time, I'm going to be going, I'm still going to be going through the old ones. So like each week, I'm going to go through the old ones. But I'm also going to be sort of getting the, the latest ones in as well. I'm a little bit, there's something about me that likes everything to be in, in order. So I really, I wanted it to be like, I wanted it to be like issue 70, 71, 2, 3, 4. But what's going to happen is, it's it, on my video, on my YouTube, it's going to look like this. It's going to go, for instance, it might say issue, issue 94, 95, and then it'll go issue 203, and then go back to issue 96. So it's going to be a bit weird, and I've got this like OCD thing that, it it sort of wants everything structured, but I thought I thought to myself, ah, if I again, it's all like this time thing, isn't it? If if I leave it, and I say I'll do those when I get to the year twenty twenty one, I worked out. I think it was about two years time. <laughs> if I do a video, if I do a magazine each week, one a week, where I'm at, which is twenty thirteen, I think it was going to end up being about two years until I got to them. So, <laughs> I thought, well, I might as well do, I'll do it now. And that's basically the little catch-up thing. I've got this other thing as well, which is amazing. I've actually brought a broken iMac, which is it's it's a this is probably one of the riskiest things I've ever done. But the thing is, it's well, it's beautiful. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a video about it, even if I can't get it fixed. I'm gonna make a video about it. So that'll probably be next week's video, I think, the Wednesday one. If I can get that if I can get that fixed, I'm gonna turn it into a video editing machine. Because then what'll happen is, again, like it goes back into time and stuff. I can then have that, I can have the iMac doing the video editing, and I can still work on the website. At the moment, if I do, if I make a like this week, I've been rendering out these Imagine FX videos. I've had to wait like an hour for each video to render. So during that time, I can't actually use a computer because my computer's pushed right to the limit on on rendering. So I thought, ah, oh, if I can get. So, and then I saw this, it was £75, but it is broken, but it might not be broken. It's one of those things where it's either going to be, it's either going to be like an easy fix, or it's just going to be completely broken. (laughs) But I thought to myself, even if it's broken, I can still sell the mouse. I can still sell, it's got a trackpad with it. So I can still sell that, I can still sell the keyboard, and I could probably still sell it as as a broken one, because it is in beautiful condition, boxed and everything. I feel like I could probably get more money than what I paid for it. 
even if it's broken. So, so I, I thought to myself, I'm going to try it. But I was very scared about doing that. I've never done anything like that before. <laughs> but, well, here we go. Little Dennis, he's going to get us into this one. Doing. He is very excited for this. And he's going to go in his little house now. So he is still... Little Dennis and Kitty have still got their same little house. But they have moved as well. <laughs> which is quite funny. But it's nice to see them back in their house. They haven't been in there for for ages. It's quite weird. Hmm. I've also got me up chocolate. I love that. So this week's topic is time slash money. Yes slash no. What I thought to myself was... Everything we're doing in life, we're basically, we're either saying yes or no, really. Everything is a decision. And every decision is either yes or you. Every single decision is only ever a yes or no. Your alarm goes off. Are you going to get out of bed? Yes or no. <laughs> You're hungry. Are you going to have something to eat? Yes or no. It's time to record the podcast. Are you going to record the podcast? Yes or no. And then when you think about it, Everything goes back to either time or money. So, for instance, you're going to get out, you got, your alarm goes off, you've got to go to work. Am I, am I going to go to work today? Yes. Then you're going to get your, you're going to get some money. No, you're not going to get money. But what I've noticed is it seems to be, it seems they seem to be linked. Time and money seem to be linked, and they're, they're sort of like. For the most part at the moment, they seem to be opposites. So in other words, you're either saying, yes, I'm going to give up my time in order to get some money. Or yes, I'm going to give up my money in order to get some time. That's what I've noticed, but it's, it's quite weird. Yeah, it is. That's quite weird, that is. In my little notes, what I did was I created like a little... I put like, um, I put the word time and money slash... As if they're linked. And then underneath I put yes and no. And I put these little arrows as if it's in like a loop. It's almost as if... It's almost as if everything is... It's almost as if we are in control of everything by saying yes or no. And the result is we're either making or... We're we're either making or destroying time or money. And then it goes into like the past month or so. Because I had a beautiful little... a little conversation with my sister last week because what happened is my sister's she started her own little business and she's just bought a shop so she's got to put all this time and money into this shop to get it working and uh, what we were both talking about because I was talking about like oh I said like well I want to I want to start doing my studying but I can't really do the studying until I've done the website and then I've, I've got these videos to do <laughs> So I can't quite do the website yet because I'm trying to get these videos, and then so what? And then she, my sister, was saying the same sort of thing. She's got all these things to do, but at the same time, you've got to have a day job as well because you, you need you do need the money. So you're in this constant balance of how much time are you going to give to the to the day job, as it were, which is going to take away from time to do what you really want to be doing. And at the same, but then you need that day job to get money so you can do what you want to be doing. <laughs> so it's it's really weird. And we were talking about well, the perfect the perfect place is going to be in the future when you've got you've got you're doing what you love, but you've got money coming in from it as well. So at that point, I said to her, "You're not really working at that point. At that point, you're sort of 
you're playing every day you will just be having fun and you'll be making money as well <laughs> how cool is that that to me seems amazing but so what i know what i what i did was about when was it 20 20 well 2014 really i i, I left my this job and i started downsizing everything and what i noticed was you don't actually need as much money as you think if you structure your life the right way. And then that, this is why this past month has been quite a bit weird for me because what I've done is I've moved in with my mum. So what's happened is all of a sudden we need a bit more money. So now all of a sudden you're in this place where the the money is balancing a bit out. It's getting a bit out of balance. So what I did was last week, I well, what's happened is this is again with the universe. It helps you. I love this because I thought to myself I could do about an extra 50 quid a month just to feel a bit a bit more sort of safer and all of a sudden the the universe brings this job into my life <laughs> what happened was I got I got offered an extra two hours a week at my day job it synced up like that I thought this is brilliant so so what's happened is I've actually it, it balanced the universe balanced it out for me but I was in this place where I was like well I, I need really I need to get I was thinking, do I need to get another job to sort of to do that? But then I was thinking, if I do that, I'm, I'm going to be taking time away from what I really want to be doing. So I didn't want to do that, but I sort of had to do that because otherwise you can't do the thing here. It's it's quite complicated, it is. But the topic was more about how we're sort of in control of everything. But I don't think we realise half the time that we're giving away time and money all the time. I think money is very obvious because it's like you walk into a shop, you see, say, a bag of sweets. Do I want those sweets? Yes. So you've got to give, you've got to give your money out. So that's very sort of, it's a physical thing, giving the money out. So you're very aware of the fact that you're giving the money out. And then if you do a job, you get the money. You're very aware of the money coming in. With the time, it's very... It's, for, for me at least, it's, it's much harder to notice that you're giving time away until later on you look back and you think, oh, I, I gave away a load of time there. So that I found that's where it comes into writing. If you're constantly writing, you start to become aware of where your time's going. So for me, the biggest time sink for me, and I'm still struggling with this one, is actually YouTube. Watching YouTube videos, especially before bed, what, what I do is, I think to myself, I'm going to watch a video here. For instance, at the moment, I'm, I'm watching videos about IMAX, broken IMAX. Because I'm, I'm trying to research as much as I can. So, because I need a power cable. I've ordered a power cable because it's not turning on. But the bloke who sold it to me, he said he, it worked at one minute. It didn't the next. So I'm wondering, and he didn't, he, you know when somebody's selling something and they, they don't really, you feel like they don't know what they, they're doing? He was either playing dumb or he actually just didn't know what he was doing. So I'm hoping what's happened is he turned it off the wrong way and it needs like a rebooting. So so, well, so I've been watching these YouTube videos trying to research how to to be prepared to fix this iMac. But what I notice is you're watching one YouTube video. All of a sudden you'll think, oh, I'm going to watch that one. And then before you know it, two hours later, all you've been doing is you've been... You've been watching these YouTube videos and really you shouldn't, you, you got what you needed in that first one. So that's something I've got to work on. And I've been struggling with it for quite a while now. And it goes into different topics. For instance, one minute it might be like I'm watching a spiritual podcast or something. And 
I'll, I'll watch one. Well, the worst one for me is something like Leak Project. There's this, there's this pod, there's this YouTube channel called Leak Project, and the topics are amazing. So you'll watch one about aliens or something, and then you'll see another one about I don't know. Could be about say lucid dreaming, and then all of a sudden, like three hours is gone. So I, this is why it goes back into that thing about if you can if you can listen to these podcasts whilst you're walking to work or something. It's brilliant because you you have to walk to work. So this goes into the topic, really. You're giving away time by walking to work. But what you can do is you can fill that time up with actually good things like podcasts. This is why I think podcasts are amazing, because instead of, well, it's weird. Sometimes it is good to just walk to work and listen to the birds and stuff. But sometimes... Sometimes I think it's it's really good actually to fill that time up with listening to podcasts. Again, it goes back to this thing of what you want to do is you want to have, say, an hour a week or something where you say, I'm going out for a walk and I'm not going to do anything but just be in the moment. So you're not you're going out for a walk, not to listen to podcasts. When you're walking to work, it's a bit different. You're you're walking to work. So for, for me, I feel like that's good to fill it up with podcasts. It's the same if you can get a day job where you can listen to podcasts whilst you're working. That's brilliant. My old job was like that. Eight hours a night, I would be sitting there. All, all we had to do was these. Inf- I used to work, what you had to do was this information would come up on the screen. You basically just had to type it into the computer. <laughs> it was like a data entry job, so it was very mind numbing. But I loved that, and actually that job really helped me with the website because it helps you get through these mind mind numbing tasks. Even some of art is a bit mind numbing, like realistic pencil drawing. You can spend hours, and all you're doing is just the same pencil stroke over and over again for hours. But there's something really cool about that. Like I find that very, I find it nice. But sometimes there are times when it, it can get a bit boring. <laughs> So it goes back. What was I talking about there? So something about yeah, if you're walking to work anyway, and it and it is a bit like well, why not fill it up with podcasts? So this is the thing. So, so the beautiful one is if you can actually do the day job which you're doing for money. If you can then if you can then fill it up with podcasts, you're sort of doing the you're having your cake and eating it. You, you're learning. You're learning about what you really want to be doing, which is creating art, whilst you're doing the thing you've got to do to allow you to do the thing you want to do. <laughs> so what was, what's amazing about that is you're sort of at, at that point, because, well, for me, when I'm drawing, I don't like listening to podcasts. If I'm drawing, I don't like listening to podcasts because, again, with podcasts, I like to listen to it because I'm learning. If I'm drawing, I want to be drawing and just sort of in, in the drawing so I've never been able to I've never been able to sort of overlap podcasts with drawing, apart from Jonathan Rector. There's there's a YouTuber Jonathan Rector. There's something about him I can actually sit there sketching, listening to Jonathan Rector. I think what it is is with with it, with some podcasts it's like their person is just talking. It's almost as if you're talking together. So it's quite nice like that. But there's some podcasts where you're actually learning a lot. And those ones I like to stru- I like to listen. So again, I think it what comes down to is you got. I feel like there's a way to actually. Again, I feel like it goes back to writing. 
you got to write and work, you'll work out these chunks of time where you can, where you can sort of, where you're giving away time. And then if you can find a way to use that to your advantage, but sometimes it's not possible. <laughs> it's quite weird. I feel like that might be it. So the the main the main takeaway I've got is I've just got to start being a lot more mindful of what I'm doing with my time and money. Like I said, the money is very obvious when you're giving that away. The time the time one is is more sort of like a for me it's much easier to give time away without realizing it. And all it all it comes back to is yes or no. Yeah, if if you're giving time away to something, it's because you've said yes to something. Like l- last week, I said yes to overtime. So because I I and I had a, I could have said no. So if I said no, I would have had more time to work on my videos. But by saying yes, I I had a little less time to work on my videos last week, which meant I was a bit more stressed, I suppose, because I felt like I didn't have enough time. But the good thing is, I got a bit more money coming in. But then you got to ask yourself, what's more important? Is is it more important to have money or time? I feel like the best thing is if you can have enough money, which will give you a lot of time. That's what I think. Have just enough money so you can have loads of time to do what you really want to do. Like some people have loads of money. <laughs> loads of money. They've got loads of money, but they've got no time. What's the point in that? That's what I think. What's the point in having loads of money if you've got no time? I would ra- I would always I've al- I would always rather have loads of time with a little bit of money, as a, but not a little bit, just enough. That's what I think. Just enough money so you can have loads of time. Because then, if you've got loads of time, that time can actually turn into money, which is quite cool. That's quite cool, isn't it? Yeah, T- time, time and money are very. I feel like if we had a sphere, I feel like time and money are actually opposites. It doesn't look like they are, because they look like two separate things. But somehow, I feel like they're actually interconnected. Time and money. It's quite weird. <laughs> I feel like that might be it for this one. I hope you enjoyed that. It was, like I said, it was very much a brain dump episode. Boing! Little Dennis has said it, it's time up. I hope you enjoyed that. And I will say, I am still, I am still quite tired. <laughs> it's quite weird, isn't it? So, this is this is the main thing that oh that's another thing, time, money, sleep, yeah, because like sleep, sleep, it's weird. If I'm running low on time, which I was last week because of doing that overtime, if I'm running low on time, what I've noticed is the first thing I start to give up is sleep, and at, at first you'll get away with it, you get away with it a little bit less sleep, but at some point. It will just get to a point where it's like, no, I need to sleep here. <laughs> so that, I think that's what happened to me. Uh, yeah. But that's another thing, my routines. My routine, I always used to go to sleep at four o'clock in the afternoon. At the moment, I'm going to sleep about seven because my life's changed. So I've got, a, it's all about, I'm, a, I'm, in, I'm, in this, I'm in this process where I'm trying to get my new times in place. My new like routines. So, but what I've noticed is everything's linked together. It's quite, it's quite weird. It is weird. Yeah, it, it feels to me like everything is actually. It, it feels like everything is interconnected. Really cool, and we're in control of it all by yes or no. Because I can say, 
like right now I could say, no, I'm not going to do anything on a computer today. I'm going to go to bed early. But so what I'm saying is if you're going to bed late, it's because you said yes to something, which meant you you went to bed late. So we're always in control of everything, which is brilliant. Because, again, if you if you write about it, you can work out what it is you're doing, which is stopping you going to bed at the right time. So that's what I've got to do. Yeah, that's what I've got to do. Doing. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that, though. And all that's left is this week's little inspirational quote. Oh, next week. I can't wait for next week. Next week, we've got this little article from the Imagine FX magazine. And it's actually called 15 Tips for Better Character Design by the artist David Melling. This is going to be brilliant. So this is from one of the latest issues, issue 201, which is, I think it's this... I think we're currently on issue 202. So it's, it's like last month's issue. This article is brilliant. It's got, it's basically 15 tips for better character design. But what it is, is it's, it's beautiful characters, little nuggets of information. And it's set out really beautifully. So that's going to be next week's. And I can't wait for that. I feel, I feel like we're going to, I feel we're going to enjoy that one. I hope you do. But this week's, here we go with this week's little inspirational quote. So this one goes to, what is it? Ah, oh, this one goes to Marshall Vandruff from the podcast Draftsman, which he does with Stan Prokopenko from Proko.com. <laughs> and this, this quote is amazing. It's, well, this, listen to this, look. The best people to get criticism from are the people who have a stake in your success and failure. Marshall Vandruff 